I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Holy fuck! I like this bird. Doran, my god! Oh, you're telling me! That was incredible! And another great beheading by Doran. That's about six seconds of screaming. Oh, I love this. Jack has perilously little magic left. What? <laughs> you're crazy, Dora. Do it. Yeah. If you're not playing D&D, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> what you bring, Chief Gar? Dice Shame. This is episode 48, King of the Hill. MVP this week is Nikki D. Miller or Jade Limey at Twitter for her amazing artwork showcasing some of our greatest quotes. Everyone, episode 50 is two short weeks away. I'm so proud of all of our hard work. If you love the show, please, please take a minute out of your day and rate and review our podcast. Every rating means more eyeballs and ear balls. We would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, guys. You ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's roll. So yesterday I had the day off and I cleaned the whole house. Oh my God. I need to do that. I mean, it wasn't that dirty. What was the part that had been cleaned the mm. least recent? The floors. 
There. Oh. I mean, Harlan's really great at vacuuming all the time, but I I like to clean the floors Cinderella style, like handsy kneesies with a bucket of water and whatever. Cinderella. It's very satisfying. Wash the dishes. Scrub the curtains. You can you can have a maid. You can order a maid to come. This is true. This is true. That's right. In D and D as well. How does okay? How does cleaning a house work in D and D? Do they care? Do they have the same level of issue? Is everything just magic? So is everything clean? Mages. I think it depends. Molly Mage. Magic is not that common. I mean, Chazlov, that dragon dude, had the messiest house on Earth, and he had magic. He He could have just had a broom run through there. Mm -hmm. So really, it just comes down to personality. In a world where magic allows you to do anything, there are still messy people. In a world. In a world. So, Jack, do you usually clean the kitchen by setting everything on fire? You know, (laughs) sometimes you've got to take a burn it all down and start over approach. This kitchen is definitely one of those. Yes. Great job. Wow. Top of the round, Doran Iron Fist. Ape Iron Fist. D.I. All right. Doran Ape Fist. (laughs) (laughs) So you have a ogre directly to your south. He's right up on you. Both of you just survived this terrifying blast of fire. Yes. What do you do? The great ape lifts his giant fists in sort of a boxing style and takes a huge right hook to the ogre's face with a 17. Yeah. Nice. I love the picture of this thing boxing. That's great. It's like Clash of the Titans. It's very good. It's like a singed dwarf ape. It's dwarf style boxing. Rock'em sock'em. <laughs> Rock'em sock'em ogres. 30? 30 damage? Yeah. Oh, Wow. Okay. Yeah. Your fist connects solidly with his face and he spits out chunks of teeth. That aren't his. He's like, oh, I have to throw up my last meal. (laughs) Um, He is dazed and almost dead. What do you do? You got that left hook now? Uh, And here comes the uppercut. Hopefully I hit with a 20. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Unnatural 20. Yeah. How much damage? (laughs) 24 damage. Your hook follows swiftly by this uppercut. You just see the lights go out and his body falls to the floor. Nice. Slow motion Rocky style. (laughs) TKO. A bell rings. Ding, ding. Round over. I mean, this visual is really something. Doran going toe-to-toe with an ogre, but Doran is a giant ape and you just punch him to death. Yeah. I think Jack does one of those jumps in the air like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> he's, he's Hoping it freeze frames. So animated. Yeah. <laughs> he catches himself. He's like, oh shit, I'm uh, boxing. Not for me. Let's go. I think I'll take the opportunity to uh, move forward to Great. meet the bugbears oh. part way. Roll an intimidation check for me. Ooh. Yeah. 18. That was a very impressive thing that just happened. As I start wow. to move towards this, I move my full 40 feet. And you're like stepping over the bodies of these ogres, over the charred corpses of these orcs. There's still like licks of flames on you from the fireball that happened like seconds ago. So this fiery ape that just punched an ogre to death is walking through the flames on fire towards these bugbears. Red, what do you do? You see this happen through the open door. Holy fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll move 90 feet which is 60 because it's double with feline and then another 30. 
And that will bring me back into the room, basically where I was when I killed the ogre the first time. Great. Yeah. You see Doran's little butt. I and mean, I'm I like, this is a big oh, butt. Right. Big butt, yeah. I like this ape butt. About still the same size. The butt. The <laughs> <laughs> dwarf, dwarf butt. Dwarf giant ape. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, Kraloth. There's still an orc in front of you, isn't there? There's still an orc out here, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. There you is. know what? Scree will help you with that. Beautiful. She's going to fly at the... Orc. Scree's a monster. Scree. Yeah, Scree's incredible. She gives you evil eye, Jack, <laughs> as you say that. I mean, I say it with all the utmost respect. 13? To hit? Yeah. Absolutely. Hey! Really? Yep. Oh, wow. Nice. And 13 damage. Okay, well done. You <sighs> scratch him nearly to death. <laughs> nice. I feel like Red has been like whispering things to Scree about Kieran over the years. Oh no. So Scree's got this like Wait, over the years. Oh yeah, we've been friends forever. And you Scree's and Scree? got this like little oh, chip on her shoulder about like Jack and like Animal oh Kieran is because Red innocently is like, oh, Kieran did the coolest thing today. So like Scree has got this little animal jealousy <laughs> where she's like uh-huh. thinks that Jack is, is Being like Being that her nature is so aggressive, she's just yeah. churning all oh, of this. Oh, she's totally like that. I love it. But Red is so just in love with it. Yeah, so Scree dive bombs this orc right beside Kraloth and just scratches his face to absolute shreds. Mm, nice. Um, and he starts batting at the air blindly looking for her. And she's going to continue her flyby and land pretty much right next to me cool. in the north of the kitchen. Kraloth, you see this happen. All right. There's an orc directly beside you and... Uh, yeah, man, the kitchen's on fire. What do you do? <laughs> I like this bird. And I pull out my mace of deception and I swing at the orc. Do it. That is an 18 plus 6, 24. Absolutely. Yes. Nice. How much damage? Five points of damage. You knock his block clean off. Nice. Where there once was a head, there is no longer. Smash his head into the rock. Yes. <laughs> Way to go, Kraylon. Cool. Wow. Yeah. All right. I killed something. Not <laughs> a boy. Do you want to move? <laughs> yeah, Kraloth is just kind of proud of himself. Just gonna just stand outside. He's going to go peer over the cliff and like kick a stone down. And then, oh, shit, the battle. Uh, so he's going to run 30 feet towards the curtain. Some nice looking clouds on the horizon. So you're like right up beside Jack, pretty much. The two of exactly. you just looking in on this room yeah. of fire and fury. Nod respectfully to the wizard. That's some cool shit. That's some really cool <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's the bugbear's turns. They are going to fearfully run away from fearfully. Super Doran. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so the bugbears take one look at this flaming ape approaching them. Hello. And they head for the hills. <laughs> they run east toward the mess hall, screaming and crying like little babies. Baby bugbears. Oh. oh, they're so cute. Yeah. Bugger, 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 bugger. Jack and Kieran, what do you do? So I send Kieran sort of tight to the roof through the doorway past the bugbears into the room beyond and find somewhere to circle sort of around the the roof just to give us a sense of what's coming up ahead. Cool. Kieran slash not Kieran. Definitely Kieran. Definitely not an imp from another world. (laughs) (sighs) As Kieran previously described to you and as this imp sees... A 200-foot-wide hall furnished with eight giant feasting tables that flank the north and south sides of this room. There are two 20-foot diameter holes in the floor that are crisscrossed with wooden planks and that emit the foul stench and noise of swine below. You know these to lead directly down into this giant 
pig pit. The perimeter of the room is ringed by a 10-foot-wide, 20-foot-high wooden platform, atop which several goblins stand sentry, their bows straining, pointing at the door. The roof peaks some 65 feet overhead. That's where the familiar is circling right now. Oil lamps in wooden sconces and arrow slits pointing north and south provide dim light in the hall. The tables and floor are covered with gnawed bones, empty casks, gobs of grease, hunks of fur and hair, and twisted and broken pieces of armor. And above all this lords the biggest living thing you've ever seen. Chief Gah. Her obscene mass is slumped atop a large wagon, its wheels and axles straining under her immense weight. Piled around the wagon are bones and refuse. She clearly does not get up to use the bathroom. Coins and treasure stud the piles of waste like raisins in a cake. Her corpulent body is bedecked with skulls and weapons worn as ornament. Her nose is pierced by a decorative longsword. She wears a stone well on her head as a fascinator. There's a little goblin arm barely poking out from between two of her belly rolls. It's like waving just a little bit weakly. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a couple of hill giants who seem to be standing guard over her. And then there are a few more goblins standing on tables with their bows trained at the doorway through which you are all located. That is what Kieran sees. Oh my God. So from this room, there is an Eastern exit that is blocked by another red leather curtain. There's also some uh, great doors, some like iron doors, I guess, that are swung open on the Northeastern side. Jack lets everybody else know Chief goes in the next room, but watch that door. They got goblin archers on it. And he sort of dashes up, squeezing beside Doran, trying to get to this halfling that was tied up, trussed up near the fire uh, as the bugbears are retreating. Cool. Roll a medicine check. I would love to. That's a natural 20. Hey! Hey! This is a dead halfling. Oh. <laughs> That's a dead halfling? <laughs> yeah, you you see as you approach this creature, they're sort of missing a lot of their internal organs and some of their face. Oh, so oh, not, not even like Bummer. close to alive. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> not even like we had to do a medicine check. <laughs> Missed it by that much. Hey, hey wake up, wake up. <laughs> Jack grimaces at the ongoing horrors that the hill giants have brought to this place and sort of puts his eyes back on the door where the bugbears are retreating to. Cool beans. Doran, what do you do? I think um, Doran... Super Doran. Yeah, Super Doran's going to chase the bugbears through the door. Super Doran! As he passes by, I feel like the ape sees Jack's reaction to the dead hobbit, or whatever it is, small person. <laughs> Close to the dead Frodo. <laughs> Baggins. And I uh, pick it up and sort of toss it into the fire. <laughs> okay. Sort of like in a in a way, he's kind of like, well, this it's is like cremation. Yeah. It's not dice shame if Dora isn't tossing something exactly. on fire. Yeah. Or being on fire. Yeah. Or eating fire. <laughs> <laughs> or being an ape. <laughs> so I move right up behind the bugbears as they're running through the door. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah. Good call. You see the one that's closest to you now look over his shoulder in fear. <gasps> and Doran the great ape is going to take a swing at this bugbear. Oh, yeah, you got a 10-foot reach. You can absolutely reach that guy. Yeah. Get him. And so that is going to be That's why you're so good at boxing. 14 to hit? 
No, I'm sorry. Oof. That misses. Damn. It's okay. With the one. And then the other hand. Oh, with fuck you. Natural one. <laughs> no. Oh. No. Fear has increased this bugbear's dexterity and he <sighs> runs out of the way. Damn. Red and scree. So I'm at the north of this kitchen. Yeah, you And are. I know there was a big fire pit in the center. Mm-hmm. Can I see over the fire pit if I wanted to no, shoot it? No, no. Okay. It runs all the way to the ceiling and then uh-huh. becomes a chimney. Perfect. Okay, then I'm just going to move my full move 60 feet down so that I should be past the uh, fireplace at this point. Absolutely. Um, and scree, she'll move 60 feet up next to me. And for her second, she'll move about 30 feet. So she's 30 feet away from... Doran and the bugbear. Cool. So she flies alongside Red as you run. And then as Red, you take up your position sort of midway through this kitchen. She thoughtfully circles just a little bit closer to this crew of bugbears and your giant ape friend. Kraloth, what do you want to do? You're standing outside the curtain, looking in, wishing you were part of the crowd. Yeah. And uh, I decide that I'm going to join everybody. So Kraloth is going to dash in and he makes it right behind Jack next to the fire. This is so exciting. This is the final assault. Yes. Oh, I just got chills all over my body. (laughs) Finally. He's going to shout to Doran, don't go into the next room yet. I'm glad you did that because I was kind of waiting for some direction. We should use him as like cover. Literal shield. There's definitely yeah. those ready to actions from them goblins that suck. Yeah. That we gotta th- but he can take those. Yeah. But it would give us all a chance to catch up and go in together. Yeah. <laughs> catch up. So uh, did you do your taxes? So, or yeah. You were, How you, you been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that yeah. local sports team? How you been doing? Oh, good. So two of the bugbears continue to retreat back into this mess hall. And then they turn around and they sling javelins at Doran's huge hairy form. <laughs> Um, that's a seven and a 21. Oof. One of them misses, but guess which one? <laughs> seven piercing damage as one of the javelins hits you in the leg. Alrighty. Oh no, Doran. And then the bugbear that you were punching at weighs his options and decides to take a step in closer to ah. you and tries to hit you with his morning star. Malay damage. Malay. Malay. 14 to hit. So yes, this one hits. That's 10 piercing damage. Oof. Getting down there, 69 hit points. Nice. Grow up, Joe. Nice. Grow up. (laughs) (laughs) 69. Jack and Kieran, what do you do? Uh, Jack and Kieran. Jack and uh, Kieran. Kieran is going to fly to the south wall and get up on that same level where the goblins are, but not get too close to one. Sure. Yeah, you're like 15 feet away from a goblin. And I'm going to walk east until I can sort of see this bugbear around Doran's body and just, again, give it that seething look and snap my fingers and have this big bell ring trying to shake the life from its body. Uh, So it can make me a wisdom save. Cool. 17. 17 will do it so nothing happens. Okie doke. Doran, it's your turn. Uh, I attack the bugbear standing right in front of me with a 27 to hit. Oh, yeah. Do yep. It. Stomping. And then take him down. Doing 25 damage. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. Nice. You nearly obliterate him, but he's not dead yet. I feel like I punch him and I feel him crack a lot. Hey, uh, Doran, you've got that ranged weapon attack as well. Oh, yes. Oh. I do. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's anything that you could imagine would be lying around. 
<laughs> I'm going to try and then pick up the bugbear that's in front of me that's not dead yet yeah. and throw him at oh, one sick. of the other two bugbears that are Ooh. 25 feet away from me. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy, Dora. Do it. So what am I rolling here? Dexterity, I guess, eh? If you'll recall, the stone giants actually picked you up, Doran, and yes, threw you. That's this right. is a very similar ability. I'm just reskinning it for your um, ape. Cool. You've got experience with this. It should count for advantage, right? You <laughs> <laughs> have been thrown, and so you know how to throw. Your strength score is 23. Right. So you have a plus six strength. Yes. That makes it very easy to pick up a creature like a bugbear and throw him. Right. So I'm going to make a dexterity save to... To try to avoid being thrown by you. I'm going to give you a DC, we'll say 17, that he's going to have to beat in order to avoid being thrown. It's a natural one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so you've got this bugbear, this near-dead bugbear. Now, did you want to throw him at another bugbear? Yeah, yeah. So 25, 25 (laughs) to hit. (laughs) Excellent. Great. That hits. And it's going to do the same damage as the rock, basically, right? So the bugbear that's in your hand is going to take bludgeoning damage equal to the distance that you're throwing him, which means he dies on impact. Ah, so 15 damage plus 29 damage. So 35 damage. He's dead. <laughs> he's dead. You've killed him. Yeah. He's- <laughs> The best part of this is Chief Gut in that room is sitting there and she hears this. Yeah. And then a bugbear comes flying in, smashes into another bugbear, and both go skidding across yeah. the bone infested <laughs> ground, just like to a stop. How fucking terrifying Smear of an entrance would that be? Oh, yeah. Smashing the table Incredible. behind them, just for yeah. real. These it's limp something. bodies just flopping in. And you know what I think happens, actually? You see, Doran, these bodies get just pincushioned by a hail of arrows yeah. as these, like, hair-trigger goblins, like, see something come fast yes. through the door, and they all just... <laughs> yep. I mean, they're going to re-ready their action on their turn, but now you know what's in store for you. So fucking good. Cool. Great turn. Brilliant. Red, what happens next? Red is going to move 30 feet south so that he is across from the door. Um, is there anyone I can look at? There should be one more bugbear, right? Yeah, there's a final bugbear who's also kind of on the uh, threshold of the door. Yeah, I'm going to no-scope this guy. It's like through Doran's legs, too. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to use yeah. my sharpshooter penalty for this. Great. With a natural 20! Yes. Here we go. <laughs> First one in a while. Well, the medicine check. But, oh, you know. yes. That's oh, right. I'm so sorry. The first sorry. one that counts. <laughs> right. Of course, Rob. <laughs> yeah. That is 25 damage. Wow, nice. okay. As I snipe this fucking thing. Yeah. Well done. Red is going to say, Scree, go! And she is going to fly in as well. Uh, and she is going to attack that bugbear. Man, now all the goblins don't have their arrows trained. They can't just oh, puncture Oh, natural her. one. Oh, oh no. no. This die just went whoomp, whoomp. Swingy. <laughs> swing, yeah. Oh, boy, saucy. Uh, so, yeah, no, that one totally, totally fails. Okay. So she's going to continue flying, and she's going to fly back out after missing her attack. She circles around this bugbear. Okay. Dang. He's still alive, though. Kraloth, your turn. Kraloth is going to run forward, getting pretty close to behind Doran. The clatter of heavy armor. Exactly. And uh, he's going to 
throw his hand in the air and like you just don't care. Cast sacred flame on the bugbear. Yeah. Dex save? It is a dex save. Yes, please. How do you like an eight? Oh, I love it. Very pleased with that. So uh, it's going to take four points of damage. Is it like a beam from heaven or? It is like a beam from heaven, like a spotlight. Excellent. In the beginning of this campaign, weren't you using your lantern for it? Yeah, I was. I don't use that anymore. I know. It was like so long ago. It almost feels like a different game. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I forgot you used it's to wear, use a so lantern. It's mastery. It's a level of mastery. That's oh. right. That's right. At one point, I had to send it from my amulet, and now I can send it from wherever I want. The heavens above. Your finger. So this bugbear had turned around, loosed a javelin at Doran, then took an arrow right in the chest from Red. He's bleeding, trying to fend off this hawk, and then just like, almost like a UFO is trying to beam him up. <laughs> just gets illuminated by this spotlight and turns into dust. Oh, yeah. So not only does the giant in this room see these bugbears skid across, but then the other one is like, <gasps> trying to run in. He gets hit with a fucking arrow. A hawk goes, past him and then and he just disintegrates uh, in like six seconds of smoke, so yeah. good. they're like uh if fuck. you're not playing DD, i don't know what you're doing with your life yeah, I know, I know. this is too much fun okay great as a final action he shouts let's regroup let's regroup i just really like being able to strike entire groups of enemies off my combat we tracker. like it too Oh, bugbears? Yeah. No more bugbears. All right. Don't have to worry about them anymore. Doran, you see coming through the far red curtain one more hill giant. This one looks to be dirtier than all the rest, covered in shit stains and refuse. Oh, lovely. And uh, trailing a cloud of flies. I wouldn't be surprised if that's rock. Jack and Kieran, what do you do? Turning to Kraloth and Red and to a lesser extent Doran, who's way up there. Do we want to try and taunt them out? I think so. Yeah. If we can uh, focus down, you said there's giants in there? A couple of hill giants and the chief? There's two giants and a handful of goblins. Plus the chief. And Gur. I don't know, guys. Remember, they, they respect this chief because she's the biggest. Is Doran bigger than the other hill giants right now? Great question. He's definitely of a size with them. When we, when we interrogated that bugbear outside, he said that they respect size above everything else. The reason Chief God is being honored is because of how big she is. Maybe there's an option where we use this to our advantage. There's a chance, but we'd be missing out on an opportunity to lure them out if we go with that plan. Well, I mean, we can yell at them through this doorway. Yeah. I'm thinking like the, there is a play here where I get sort of some shelter up to this wall and like shout something, but I don't know what that thing is yet. You should do what we did downstairs. Say, hey, hey, come in here. Come in here. Remember? <laughs> how, about, how about this? Jack steps up to the eastern wall and uses a little minor illusion to make this booming giant voice sort of echo through the doorway and out into the chamber with Chief Guh and says, Chief Guh, your new husband is here. Send the other boys away. Yeah. With Kieran sort of watching, I just want to get a temperature on the room on how they react, if there's any like possibility that she's going to like be interested in that. Kieran watches as the three male hill giants in the room exchange confused looks between each other. Chief Ga is looking at the door. She's got a club in her hand, but she doesn't make any effort to move. <laughs> Say something like... Um... Like, are you willing to meet him or something? Yeah. Are you ready to meet your new husband? Like, this is a game show. <laughs> <laughs> Behind Come the curtain. Down. Behind curtain number yeah. one. 
We've got your Using husband. sacred flame as a spotlight, he comes in. <laughs> sparkles from fucking thaumaturgy. Chief Gus speaks. You hear her guttural voice, clogged arteries and all. She says, What you bring, Chief Gus? Um, what we bring, guys? We bring powerful... Dance moves. Fighting husband. Yeah, we. Yeah, it's 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 definitely something delicious we brought. Too bad you threw that halfling in the fire, hey? Yeah, um, we bring you giant ape. I am giant ape. No, the giant <laughs> ape is the food that me, the invisible uh, husband, is now bringing. I guess the 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 narrative is evolving as we go. We got to stay light <laughs> on our toes here. I love the idea. <laughs> Already Jack- cooked, crispy on outside. Yeah, Kraloff turns to red. There's a couple plot holes here. <laughs> Jack does like a good job of emulating giant speak and then sort of kind of like walks it back and starts talking a little bit faster and easing a little bit longer. He's like, well, but actually, okay, hold on just a moment, Chiefka. So the the best part though is Doran and Kraloth don't understand what's being shouted. No, no idea. Uh, Red does. And he's just like, what? (laughs) I'm kind of looking back at Red like, I'm bad at this. Uh, I'm so excited to see how this plays out. So Chief Gus shouts, bring you... Here. Uh, uh, do you want to take an action or that's about six seconds of screaming. <laughs> uh, I'll just motion for Doran to, to go. Okay. Yeah. And give you like a weak thumbs up. Cause I got nothing. Great. Doran, it's your turn. Um, okay. Yeah. So what happens now, Doran? Maybe I, so you hear a lot of screaming and giant and then Jack gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so then I love this game so much. Doran. Let's say I do understand to a degree that I'm supposed to enter now. You know, there's been an exchange of words uh-huh, and then he gives uh-huh. me the thumbs up. Yeah, he'll up. give a thumbs I mean, up and like point to the door. And he'll now you're like, like, great, time to murder yeah. everybody. So I move my full 40 feet into the door. But yeah, you behold this room for the first time. It's wild. So we're not going to lure the hill giants in this room anymore. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe you will. I thought that was a good idea. Maybe I did you the will. Best I could. Time will tell. Doran's a lucky ape. Here's where I would like to roll some deception. I'm going to try to deceive them and make them I love this. think that perhaps I am a gift or maybe a prisoner of some sort. So And how do you do this? Maybe I walk in with my hands tied behind like behind mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I say, and I, and I'm trying to I mean, look. You're like pretty beat up too, right? You're like yeah. less, you're well, bloody. Pre-charred, it's extra flavor. Right. You also can't speak though, right? <laughs> no, but who knows? Maybe he's a very good mime. Sultry grunts. I've got, I've rolled a six for deception. For deception? <laughs> yeah. Great. So you walk in all coy and you uh, forget that your hands are by your sides and then you put them behind your back really quick. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I mean, you probably think that you do a great job. <laughs> Coquettish. You like batting your eyelashes, imagining yeah. how you might seem delicious. And then I see and Chief Good, and I'm like, I throw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Very poorly veiled disgust. Great. Would you like to take any actions or? I don't know. Do you guys think I should just outright attack at this point or? It's your call. Mm, you're right in the doorway. I, yeah, you could you could pop back out. That's really. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I do oh. that. I, I move. I move in, and then I move out. <laughs> I'll like right back to the same position. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is what you can have. Meet you in the kitchen. Go and see what that is. You're you being know? mysterious. Play <laughs> yeah. hard to Enigmatic, get. yeah. Hey. And then walk, just fucking wipe out. Honestly, that's sort of my it. thinking, too. It's so good. Yeah. It's okay. dumb in the best way. I want Red, that. it's your turn. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I will... I mean, I don't know. Is the I will ready an action until something walks into the door. Okay. Because Red is utterly confused. Not to say he's against it. He's just like, I'm right okay, there with Jack, you. I got your back. You want you wanted me to support your calls. I got you, buddy. And he's just like going with the flow, happy to see whatever the this fuck happens. This is a happens. standoff right here. But he will pull back. I'm going to pull back to this doorway okay. uh, with the hooks. Yep. There was a doorway behind us. Yeah. Because uh, I don't want to die. And this seems like a risky ploy. And then I'm going to bring Scree. She's just going to hang out, I guess, in this corner. Because okay. she's a combat thing and there's no real combat Sure, sure, thing. sure. Kraloth, what do you do? Yeah, Kraloth sees Red kind of peeking through Doran's apish legs at this other giant that's walked in. That's covered in the the refuse. And Kraloth... Filth. Oh, this is dumb. Kraloth is going to just poke his head out and begin walking towards the wall where Jack is. But before he gets there, he's going to do his own insight roll. Okay. That's 11. <laughs> the the giant has a look of longing and regret. The giant looks a little um, upset. Maybe it has to do with it being covered in shit. <laughs> and Kraloth is going to continue his movement and get to the wall right beside Jack, just so that he's right at the corner of sure. the wall, so that if something comes in, He's ready. So we have Scree on the south side, and then on the north side of this doorway, there's Kraloth and then Jack. You guys are kind of underneath the ledge of the large giant table and pressed right up against the wall. Red, you're sort of back in the dry storage area with the carcasses. And Doran is standing right in the doorway, just hanging out. Perfect. Okay, so one of the hill giants comes through the doorway. Boom. He gets within 10 feet and and reaches out to grab Doran, the lucky ape. Anyone want to use a ready to action here? Yes, please. You got to shoot him with some arrows? Yeah, do that. Uh, yes, but I miss anyway. Oh. So seven goes wide. The hill giant looks at you, Red, as you fire an arrow. And I wave. Oh, my God. And then uh, he goes to grapple the ape. This may be kind of ridiculous because the ape is so strong. Coquettish Doran uh, really drew the we'll out. we'll see who, who grapples who. Doran, make a strength check for me, please. Uh, Was it going to be a 16? 12, which means nice. you come out on top. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You have him in such a position that he can't move anymore. Stone Cold Steve Austin, sleeper hold. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Nice. I, I don't know. Wrestling. Sorry for all the wrestling fans out there. So the giant who is flanking Chiefka rushes forward 40 feet, throws a barrel at you. That's 14 to hit? Uh, Yeah. Is it a barrel of monkeys? (laughs) You take 21 bludgeoning damage. What? Oof. Yikes. Freaking barrels? Mm -hmm. The far stinky giant is going to dash. Jack and Kieran, what do you do? This this grappled giant, has it been injured at all? Nope. I think we're going to go all out here. Jack mimes like he's holding a bow and arrow in in the air, and a shimmering one of force appears with seven or eight arrows beside it. Wow. 
he sort of pulls back and lets go, and a whole bunch of magical darts fly towards the giant that is being grappled by Doran, just finding their marks. And I'm using some of that alchemical casting to goose all those arrows. Uh, holy fuck, I rolled max on all those dice. That's so, awesome. Yes! So 19, 18, 7, 15, 18. 77 damage. That's unconscionable. Uh, but that's nice. pulling out all the stops. Jack has perilously little magic left as he, he like does his best red impression. Like He's been paying attention to all the form and stance and everything to, to make these magic arrows fly as true as possible as they zip zap around the arms of this giant ape to strike true at this, at this giant at every opportunity. Yeah, and underneath the blows of these magical darts, these terrifying wounds just bloom and erupt, uh, and the giant screams in pain. Red, hiding, sees none of it. He just hears, and he's like, with one hand out from behind cover, waves is like, what happened? Something cool? He like leans out and sees the damage, like, well done, Kraloth, whoever. (laughs) Jack's face falls just a little bit when he knows Red wasn't watching. (laughs) Doran, what do you do? Doran attacks the giant standing directly in front of him. Great. I mean, you guys are like all coiled up together. Yeah. So let's say like I'm kind of sitting on top of him, right? Yeah. So his speed is zero essentially. So you're like, yeah, you have him. So I like start punching him in the face. Cool. Nice. Uh, 22 to hit. Nice. Six, 17 damage. Wow. Nice. And then that's one punch and then another punch. (laughs) I hit with 20... Four. Yes. Doing is 30 damage. Yeah, you just oh, yes. mash Smash him Stason. with your fists until he is unrecognizable and limp. <laughs> and he's dead. Nice. Well dead. done, Doran. Good job, guys. Red, it's your turn. There are other things in this kitchen, right? Like tables and things? Yeah, there's giant furniture heaped in refuse. Can I hide behind any of it? Does any of it offer partial cover? Yes. So I'm going to move 30 feet. As if it's a tree trunk. You're kind of behind one of the table legs. Mm. And cool. just sort of before attacking, I'm going to just shout out, Truck! It's not worth it, buddy! Love is more important! Go back to Moog! You don't need this! Love! And I'm going to try to do a little bit of a gamble and hope that this extra stinky giant is Truck. Okay. Roll persuasion for me. Roll a persuasion. 19. Hey! Oh, no. That's Very amazing. Persuasive. Red, you see as the far smelly giant looks around, kind of confused, and then his eyes well with tears. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yes. I'll just sort of double down. Just like, we won't hurt you. Just leave when you have the chance, bud. You hear a response from the other room. Chief Gush shouting, Rockstay! She's going to make a, a, a persuasion check against you. Nice. Oh. I love this standoff. Also, I'm speaking in giant, obviously. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do you want to do anything else? Does he seem to react to her at all? It's hard for you to tell. Then I will attack this other giant and see if I can't take it out. I don't get the feeling that these giants are very loyal, so I don't think Ruck's going to be offended. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that was my friend. Yeah. How dare uh, yes, that was 21 to hit. Well done. Hey. And that was uh, 20 damage. Whoa. Love nice. it. Cool. Shrink. And I'll do another one with sharpshooter disadvantage because we got 
A lot of bads. They, there's yeah. a big target. They are the broadside of yeah, a barn. They're easier to hit. Yeah. Not this easy. Eight? No. Oh. Nope. Second shot goes wide. Scree? How do you scree? You know what? Scree's going to start making it towards these goblins. Yeah. Nice. Good call. She won't make it the entire round, but sure. she's going to move 60 feet to basically as close as she can get to the nearest goblin. As she flies into the room, she's going to take fire. That's fine. So, fire! Two goblins loose their short bows at her. 18 to hit? Yep. And 10 to hit? No. One of them hits. Three piercing damage. Oh, she's great. Perfect. These goblins, man, they're on it. Yeah, they're ready. That's their whole thing. Anything scurries in this whole room, we're we're on it. <laughs> Kraloth, what do you do? You're right around the corner from this carcass. You saw Red fire an arrow into the dining hall. The dining room. Kraloth is going to run behind Doran. So he's within range of Red and Doran. And he's going to cast Bless. So who are the three recipients? Myself, Doran, and Red. Thanks, buddy! Giant's turns. So the closest giant, the one that just took the fire from your bow, uh, hoves into view through the door, picks up the body of a bugbear, and throws it at you, Doran. Is it the same one as before? Uh, Yeah, really. Mm -hmm. Just the mangled body. (laughs) 23 to hit. Oh, yeah. Oof. That's 21 bludgeoning damage. Oh. Ooh. Friend Dang. How you doing, Doran? Doran's okay. The ape has 27 hit points. Red, you watch as the fire giant, the one caked in filth and now tears, <laughs> starts to shyly retreat. Hey! Yes! All right. Do you have inspiration? No. All right. You can have inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Good nice. job, Sweet. Harley. Thank you. Yeah, Give it to you, him. You deserve it. This is indeed Hruk, the husband of Moog. And he's now uh, realizing as things are getting pretty dire here at Groudhog that maybe he should go back to his ex. The mistakes I've made. Jack and Kieran, what do you do? Well, I'm going to peek around the corner just enough to get eyes on the giant that hucked the body of the bugbear at Doran. And... Look him dead in the eyes and try and ring his bell. Get that, shake the soul out of him. So I'd toll the dead on that ring one. Him down. That's a natural one. Oh, hey. yes. 14 damage nice. as a big bell sound comes just from its from his whole hollow head oh. trying to shake the spirit out This one sounds like Arnold. <laughs> and then I'm going to duck back around sure. so that I'm out of sight. Doran, it's your turn. Doran is like now into this game where he picks up the body of the bugbear that's been thrown at him and he <laughs> hucks it back at the giant. My yes. dad never played catch with me. My with... dad didn't love me enough to play catch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 21 to hit. Yep. Yeah. And I'm imagining the football pass like the perfect spiral on this body of a. Yeah. Just the mangled little... body. Yeah. <laughs> Blood spinning off of it. Ew. It actually comes back to life for a minute. Where I'm Oh no! <laughs> he wasn't fully dead yet. Okay. <laughs> 33 damage. Nice. Wow. For the first throw. What do you throw in the second time? Oh, I guess I'll pick up. I don't know. 
Kraloff. He's like caught in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bug. He just man. reaches behind him to paw at something. I mean, there's like there's an elk carcass yeah, on the ground. There's like somewhere. tons of stuff around. Throw a big metal discus, like a platter. Yeah. 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 Big, okay. I'll throw a platter. Bomb. Twenty-five. Yeah. Hit. Yeah. Doing thirty-five damage. Nice. Nice. So you throw a plate so hard at the giant that you kill yeah. it. It's like this nice. like badly designed, <laughs> sharp-edged plate Shunk. that takes his head off. You know what I love about that? You think, like, hill giants don't seem like they're really big on, like, cutlery and place settings. So someone w- wanted to have a little bit of class and, like, I'm going to have one plate. There's, like, one plate in here because how many people are, like, sitting down with fork and tables? The most prized plate possession of someone just yeah. take a head off. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well done. And another great beheading by Doran. Well done. Good. Good throw. Wonderful. Did you want to move, Doran? Yes. With that, I move right into the room. So I'm going to now try and take, uh, A, the brunt of the hits from the arrows. Yeah, it's funny, actually. You don't get hit by any arrows. Hmm. Red, Okay. it's your turn. I'm going to move... A little bit north, so it's 30 feet up, so that I have an angle on one of the goblins. And I'm going to fire at one of the goblins up on the wall. I think there's a goblin to the south that I can hit. There are. There are two goblins to the south on the wall. There's one on the northern wall, and there are two standing on top of tables on the northern side of the room. Perfect. Yeah, I'll take the one to the south. Okay. 11 to hit. No. I'll fire again. Natural 20! Nice. Well done. Not only do we shame dice, but Very we celebrate good. them too. We do. We celebrate dice. It's, it's, less, it's less pithy, but I don't want to lose that part of our identity. It just doesn't have the same ring. 28 damage. If it had nice. four times the amount of hit points that it currently has, it would still be dead. Nice. So wow. you kill it a lot. The arrow just rips through the goblin's body and pins it to the wall. Nice. Uh, Scree will attack the goblin in front of her with a 14. No, that misses. Damn. She sails by and continues north. Cool. All right, Kraloth, it's your turn. Kraloth is going to run behind Doran, and while he's moving, he throws his hand in an arc and casts spiritual weapon in the room close to Ga and has his floating scythe go up to her and take a swing. Mm, That is a 14 to hit. That hits. I was going to say, she doesn't seem like she moves. Uh, Correct. Eight points of damage. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll dodge as my actual action. Cool. Just in case. Doran, you're standing in the doorway and you see this magical scythe appear. You know, it's the work of Kraloth and it slashes at Guz's massive form. The giant who has been fleeing the room continues to do so, pushes aside the red curtain and is out of sight. Yay! All right. (laughs) Jack and Kieran, it's your turn. Jack walks around the corner, squeezes by Doran so that he can sort of see Guh in this spiritual weapon and looks right at her and pulls out his orb and this pulsing sound comes over it rolls off towards her trying to like shake whatever life is in that body of hers away from it tries to tear her apart and toll the dead uh she would need to make me a wisdom save 15 uh she passes ah she stares daggers at you unmoving yeah it's chief guz turn uh oh what's she going to do move she picks up a priceless treasure box and throws it at you, Jack. <laughs> oh, no. 27 to hit. Oof. Uh, a 27 will hit me. 23 damage. 
I'm resistant to all damage because of a spell Kraloth put on me. Is that still going on? That's still going. Beautiful. So half of 23 is 11, right? It is. Make a concentration check. So the DC would be 10 or 11. I forget what I rolled a 15 plus my constitution is 12. So you're fine. And Uh, I take 11 points of damage. And we both take 11 damage. Ow. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? That was an antique. (laughs) Just the the shards of broken (laughs) antique box around me. That's more offensive, really, that crashing against the like shield of faith and the warding bond than it is the, you know, actual shards of it sticking out of my jacket. Yeah. I like that more than physically damaged, you're just incensed at her wanton destruction. <laughs> I mean, yes, destroying the ecosystem here, bad. But also throwing antiques at me, God, this is not okay. Um, great. So anyone who can see into the room notices the goblins begin to dismount their furniture and make their way along these wooden platforms to slowly and quietly begin to escape the room. They know this building is burning. They're like, "Uh, let's get out. (laughs) Nice. Goblins really like to just look after their own hives. As they should. Mm -hmm. Dorian, it's your turn. You see as Jack gets just totally plugged by this (laughs) fucking treasure chest. Doran uh, watches the treasure chest come flying at Jack and hit him right in the chest, and he Picks up the treasure chest. Don't <laughs> it might still be okay. It's still good. <laughs> and he runs into the room holding it and oh. whips it at the head of Chief <laughs> Nice. But, but who made it, Doran? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> but who made it? Huh? 23 to hit. Certainly. Nice. 35. Wow, good damage job. On nice. The first. Nicely Whoa. done. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, it hits her right in the face, and it knocks the well off of her head. <laughs> and clatter of rocks showers behind her. And I look back to Jack for some sort of sarcastic comment about the well. Uh, Jack is stunned, uh, just on every level. <laughs> every part of this is bad for him. He's still focused on like the crumbs of that chest as it exploded against her hide. It's just like, what? Oh. Red, it's your turn. Red is going to move. Uh, I have my feline agility back, so I'm going to move 60 feet into the room. Sure. And I have a bit of a wacky idea. It's kind of wacky. It's a little wacky. Just hit Doran. How far is she off the ground? Oh, she's not far off the ground. So she's sitting in the midst of this pile of refuse and treasure and Mm -hmm. valuables and food and carcasses. But she's actually on this wagon whose axles are straining under her her great weight. And she's maybe five feet off the ground. Maybe a little bit less because it's like bowing Mm -hmm. under her... Bulk. So I have a bit of a throwaway idea. Can I aim at one of the wheels or maybe like the axle or something? Like what's bowing the most under stress? Roll an intelligence check for me. Oh, shit. You can roll a d4 as well, right? Oh, nice. I rolled an 18. Plus four. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Minus one. So like 23. You quickly (laughs) assess the situation. Your keen eyes pick out the details of the machinery of the wagon underneath her. And you see that there is like a weak spot where you would be able to target the wagon specifically. Uh, That might mess with the thing she's sitting on. It's too bad the wagon's not like able to roll into one of those holes. You know what? I think Red's going to try to math out this problem and think this might be an easy solution. So he's going to crouch down, close one eye while everyone is sort of in rounding her and you know what i'm gonna use my inspiration roll to hit the wagon nice no penalty specific spot on the wagon dirty 20 whoa nice all right how much damage do you deal 
Eight eight damage. I mean, so it has a a hit points of seven. Does it actually? Yeah. yeah. So with a loud crack, your arrow sings through the axle on this wagon, and you see just a look of terror in Chief Guz's eyes. Can I read this for you? Because this is amazing. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hitting the axle just right. Not only does this send Gah tumbling to the floor, but she tries to stand up and instead rolls into the nearest pit, breaking oh, through no. the wooden crossbeams. She falls 30 feet to the floor, ah. taking 3d6 bludgeoning damage. Oh, landing prone. fuck. Wow. Yeah. So she Isn't like that cries so funny that out. I just said that Yeah, too? rolls into the pit, breaks through the crossbeams, <laughs> and falls into the pigs. Holy fuck. Wow, way to go, Harley. Great call. Feed her to the pigs. You should get inspiration back. Well done. (laughs) Okay. So So. she's down the hole now. She fell in the hole. She's obviously not dead. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. And the treasure is fine. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. Red is still posed with his bow, and it's just, like, silent. You have another shot. Like, it's still your turn. I'm like, um... Well, <laughs> nice. wait a minute, though. I didn't think about this. She had the conch still, didn't she? It's on the ground, <laughs> like lying beside the wagon. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I uh, Then I, I, I just like it frozen for a moment. Like, um, <laughs> and I slowly like stand up. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you guys can well, drop out of initiative order red. if you'd like right now. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. The we'll goblins are fleeing the room. Yeah. Is she dead, though? She can't move. She's not going to do shit until you go down there. And- <laughs> red just stands atop the hole, just like pot shotting her. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, guys. Hey. I was kind of thinking that, that the ape would jump down and land on top of her, but. I mean, I'd like to look over the edge to see what she's doing. Yeah, she has landed on top of like three pigs and uh, they're obviously dead. Mm-hmm. But there, a number of pigs are starting to sniff around her and are like cautiously nibbling at her like Ew. dress and stuff. That's so fucking gross. <laughs> uh, yeah, can I like coup de grace her? Um, I don't feel bad at all. Yeah, I think there's there's a th- that moment of just the pigs closing in and like devouring her there's something like poetic about it i think it's clear like the just the pigs the converging on her maybe they finish her off yeah 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 okay cool wow so yeah i guess so guys we have destroyed chief we just did gretahog i think that deserves a little round of applause from me good job you guys well thank you thank you all i mean yeah so there's a horde of orcs outside (laughs) there are a couple of ogres and hill giants but you know that there are some arrow slits on the wall and i imagine that between using kieran to scout and then also having the wherewithal to like peer out the windows as i'm sure you would just on reflex to try to figure out what's happening outside you can tell that the cries of chief guh from this pig basement in the abattoir they're resonating outside of the hell giant fortress such that her minions can hear that like it's not going great in here you know the orcs share looks with each other and just start wandering away wow (laughs) zug zug you see Huruk leave the animal enclosure where all the sheep were being kept and he kind of like makes for the woods (laughs) people just start leaving i mean we also fulfilled moog's request too because she wanted him back Yeah. yeah so Hey, that's a double win right there. Not only did we yeah. kill the chief, we also got her her man back. I mean, for however much we want Moog to have a happy ending. I want Moog to have a happy ending. Oh, I want them both to have happy Aww. endings. Unless she's the next guh. Mm. You know what? Not not for a little while, at least. Let us so, have this, Jack. 
<laughs> so let's talk treasure, shall Ooh, we, guys? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, hidden under where Chief Guz bulk used to sit, yeah. under the wagon in these piles of refuse and carcasses and literal actual shit. Yeah. She's been hoarding stuff. I feel like Jack and maybe even Red move towards it and they're like, oh, oh, God. And then Doran's like, get me in there. If there's any part of the treasure that counts as loose earth, I would like to push it five feet away. <laughs> Disgusting. I mean, yeah, that removes a third of the bulk of this we're, stuff. We're, we're going to yeah, try and pile call. that somewhere off to the side. That's actually a good filter. You just like lift you it You like all. shove it down the hole. It just like yeah. piles on top of her. Some of it is looser than other parts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if somebody wants to be the quartermaster for this, yeah, but I'm I'll just going to list it all out. And put it all into the bag of holding. Right. And then obviously the thing. So you find, in terms of copper pieces, and I'm imagining red being like 31, 32, 33. <laughs> you find 5,600 copper pieces. Wow. Sweet. 2,200 silver pieces. Wow. 630 electrum pieces. Wow. Electrum. 150 gold pieces. Nice. You find the following art objects. Nice. A wooden rocking horse. A small wooden chest containing a disguise kit. Hmm. A wooden coffer containing six vials of holy water. A life-size wooden statue of a halfling. Interesting. A battered hat with five carnelians sewn into it. What is a carnelian? It's like a red gem. A gold flute. A flower pot carved from jade. And my favorite, a wooden puppet theater with gold trim, along with gold stringed puppets wearing bejeweled costumes. That's so cute. (laughs) Additionally, you find the following magical items, and you know their magic power by touching them and feeling the thrill of magic enter your body. You find two potions, a spell scroll, and a heavy, large conch. Mm. Ah, the conch. Creatures unfamiliar to sea life may not recognize this shell. It's a massive example of a sea mollusk, creamy and pink and opalescent in color, featuring a number of horny protrusions all along the length of its spire. It's two and a half feet long, 20 pounds, and is daunting to carry. There are faint giant runes inscribed along the inner lip of the frill's aperture. Mm, Interesting. The rune for furred... Helig and Kong, which Jack recognizes and read also to mean journey, sacred, and king. Huh. Hmm. It says journey, sacred, and king on it, guys. I say as I'm putting the conch into the bag of holding. Feels like that's got a... I want to look at that more. That's fascinating. I mean, this, but also, have you seen this puppet theater? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even like Jack is walking around all the pile of stuff, not even sure where to yeah. start. And look at that halfling. Look at how lifelike it looks. I think if you're putting the halfling statue, the puppet theater, the everything in this bag, you are reaching the limit of stuff that this. Well, bag remember, of holding I can also carry. unloaded a whole bunch of stuff into our Nightstone Four headquarters. So the bag actually doesn't have that much left in it. I didn't take any rugs. I didn't take... I mean, it's got lots of stuff, but like we're talking about a piece of cloud, hair from a giant, a potion of poison resistance. Like the heaviest thing in there right now is a piece of dry-aged pork. But my studded leather armor and all that other stuff, I left. True. So what do you guys want to do now? What are you going to do with Grudhog? What about (sighs) finding Orin with your horses and B, who's in the hills somewhere? I think once everything is settled down and it's sort of made clear that the 
orcs aren't coming back right now, the topic of what to do with Grudhog comes back up. And I think we turn to Jack, whose initial sort of thoughts were to destroy this thing, and we talk. All right, this is done now. How do we unblock this river? I mean, my first thought is, why don't we just light it on fire and let it burn down? That'll be a clear signal to everyone around Grudhog's gone and is going to weaken whatever structural crap is here anyways. And then we can sort of come back and see what is left to, to dismantle of the dam. Before we do anything, I do think it's really important that we get Belliard here to reclaim all these sheep and pigs. They've been starving forever. Mm, I think right. they should come and and the real value of this place is within all of the food that they've taken, the pigs and the sheep out front. I think once we are sure that it's safe, we should head back to Belliard, bring as many farmers and townsfolk as we can to come and lead the sheep and pigs back to the farms that they were taken from. If we wanted to hang out here for an hour or two, I could send a letter that would arrive immediately to whoever we want there who could who could come to us and then we would then there's no chance of people Oh, that's a good idea. Hey, great idea. Yeah. You wouldn't have to spend the the you know, seven hours getting back to town. Yeah. Well, and Red sort of looks out the window a little bit. I think you guys could stay here. I, I wouldn't mind trying to find B. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel, is Doran still an ape? Yeah. <laughs> There's this moment where I, I think I'm just looking up at the ape version of Doran, like, are you ready to go back to your regular size? <laughs> and he does a big sad. <sighs> and just, yeah, and I think just with a snap of my fingers, you, you shrink back down to regular Doran. Like all my clothes are like torn in half. Yeah, and I think just ready for a high five as soon as you get out of there. Doran, my God. Oh, you're telling me. That was incredible. Uh, uh, you're telling me. you. The, oh, my God. You're a, you're a giant like the best the of them. The memories that I will have. Holy <laughs> moly. <laughs> high five. High, thanks again. All. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Good, great job, Doran. Go go and find B, Red. Uh, uh, yeah. So I think Kraloth and I will go look for, for B and leave these two in the dust. Sure. What, what time of day is it right now? It's like um, late afternoon, early evening. Okay. Well, uh, we'll be back before the sun's fully down. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. And I think uh, Rob, Jack, and I, we will be ushering out any of <laughs> the, the three of you. Three, all three of can. you. I'm so confused. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Myself and Rob and Doran and Jack <laughs> will be ushering pigs out so that they're kind of out of the building and we're going to start doing something. Maybe, maybe you can use some magic to dismantle this dam. Yeah, I think probably I'm going to write a letter back to Belliard to try and get some of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah people here to help and reclaim any of the livestock and that's right valuable materials cool yeah there's also golden fields not too far from the south yeah i'd probably a letter to the sheriff and a letter to golden fields golden fields pop 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 golden fields what 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 so yeah Kraloth and i are gonna go look for b i'm gonna probably head to her last known position and as we're walking you know red's very hyper-focused now on this. He's almost like walking a few steps ahead of you. We, we need to find her, Kraloff. We need to make sure she's safe. We'll find her. I'm sure she's fine. It was this hill right here, right? Yeah, I think so. As the two of you travel towards where you left B, you do come across evidence of orcs having fled Grudhog. There are some hasty footprints that you see uh, red, especially as the tracker. You note that there has been recent passage here, but you don't see any orcs. It doesn't look like anyone's setting up camp. They're all just kind of making tracks. Oh, it's full Aragorn. He's like he's on his knees. He's like there. There was a struggle here, and then it like cuts back to B, like running in the you know, <laughs> and then he pulls up a brooch that she left accidentally. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. 
Yeah, no, I think I pick up on her her scent and we head uh, head in that direction. Yeah, are you going to do your primeval awareness thing? Yeah, I think I'd spend a minute sort mm-hmm. of just seeing if I can detect any humanoids in a five-mile radius. Yeah. <laughs> There's one right beside you. <laughs> ah, oh, no. Ah! Oh, Kraloff. <laughs> you detect your friends back at Gredhog. You detect Kraloff standing right beside you. You detect B. I mean, you presume she's probably a couple of hills over. She's not moving. <gasps> Yeah, I, I just run without even telling Kraloth. He's put it out of his mind completely, the idea of B up until the task was done, and now it's all he can think about. Mm-hmm. I'm right behind you. Uh, th- thanks. And actually on that, Red slows down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just so distracted, you know, like, like you were the other night. Yeah, yeah, you're worried for your daughter. We'll find her. Yeah, and, and you were worried too, right? Well, you've seen better now. Uh, huh. Yeah, to be honest, it's all kind of a blur to me. Despite this being a stressful time for you, as you crest a hill, you're taken with the beauty of this landscape, even marred as it is by Mm. the giant's encampment and the damage that they've done to the forest around here. It's still beautiful, the colors of Marpanoth and the gathering dusk. And that's when it starts to snow, just a little bit at first, little pieces of fluffy snow start drifting down from the gray clouds. They're catching in your fur. What? What? Greyloth, what is this? Quickly! And Red, like, dives down behind a rock trying to shelter himself. There's a spell falling down from the sky. <laughs> Maybe the cloud giants are coming back. And Greyloth, without paying too much attention, he pulls out his shield and he looks up, bracing for an attack. And then he begins to chuckle. <laughs> Kraloth charmed. Kraloth, I gotta hit you. Don't worry. Oh, it's gonna get me. Oh, no. And Kraloth sticks out his tongue and he lets a nice big chunky flake land on it. And, uh, mm. what, what, what are you doing? It's refreshing. Try it. What? All right. He sticks out his little cat tongue and, oh, it's cold. Oh, no. Is this, is this? Is this snow? This is snow. We get a lot of it in Barovia. Ah! <laughs> wow! Kraloth, I've heard wondrous things, but I've never actually experienced such an effect. You know, I have to admit I'm a bit jumpy with all the, you know, things trying to kill us all the time. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Snow! Your voices echo out across the still landscape and Red, you see some bushes rustle and then B emerges. Red! <laughs> snow! What? What on earth? Yes, I know. This is what it is. It's beautiful. Ah, Kraloth did it. Uh, no. Um, I don't think so, Red. Oh. What happened? Tell me everything. Everyone is safe. Everyone is fine. And and the monster that ran that place is dead. I'll tell you all about it and how I single-handedly saved everyone. Did Oren come with the horses? I've got Oren right here. Oh. Ah, Oren! Hello, Master Red. Ah, Hello. Master, my old girl, and I pet. My horse. Uh, and hi, Shitfart. Hey. How you doing? Yes, you are you. Oh, it's good to be reunited, you all. Let's head back to everyone. They're keen to make sure everyone's safe. And we take the horses. Through this, like, the beginnings of the first snowfall of the season. Yeah. And as we arrive back at Grudhog, what are uh, Doran and Jack in the middle of doing? 
I think Jack's moved outside somewhere near the watchtower, maybe whatever's the least smelly place to like sit down. It's kind of an offensive building. Yeah, like there's nowhere in there that's okay. No. <laughs> so on the far side of the, the watchtower, maybe sitting down with his writing kit in his lap and composing these two magic letters to send to Golden Fields and Belliard. I think they, they include like a one of those cool... 3D maps of the place and like the little image of, of that last moment of Chief Gu as the arrow hits the cart and she falls and tumbles down just so everybody knows, hey, this is what we saw. And then like, come help us destroy this place, take the resources back. Just sort of a request to those two places. And Doran is kind of, he's opened up the big double doors on the southwest side of the basement where the pigs are. And he's kind of broken down a couple of the gates where the pigs were locked in. And he's just kind of letting them head out now to where the sheep are, into kind of a general outside of the building area. Yeah. Doran, I feel like you had to clear out a little bit of the rest of Grudhog, like... There were a few pockets of resistance, especially down in the basement. Mm-hmm. A couple of more bugbears, another giant that you had to handle by yourself. Ooh. Doran by himself is like going through the underbelly of this place in the darkness, in the mud with the pigs. And he like ends up killing an extra giant just by himself. Wow. Yeah. I feel like there'd be a really cool scene where Doran is like kicking through the rubble down there and he comes across the body of Gryhark. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there's a moment where I like, Kind of crouch down, and I'm, I'm, I, I put my hand on the head of Gryhark. I mean, his body is pretty savage. Yeah, and I, I think it was like an accident almost. He's like moving the dead body of the thing, and he yeah. sees Gryhark there, and, he was and like, I like oh. touch what was what was left of his hair, and I say like, if only I had known you earlier. And maybe is there like some sort of uh, symbol on him that I can make note of? Jack noticed he was a member of Elk Tribe. Of right. Uthgard barbarians. Yeah, yeah. So he's got some tribal jewelry that probably survived the like scavenging of the pigs. He's got like a hollowed out elk skull that's made into a thing on his. Yeah, necklace. it was like a pauldron that was like slung over a shoulder. I pull that off and pocket it, and kind of continue to clear the basement. And sure. I I put Chief Gush. She's still like moaning, and I put my axe through her throat and there's a gargle and you put her out of her misery there's nothing bringing this one back to life oh don't say that (laughs) enter the necromancer that being said i continue to sever the head right off so it's like force a habit yeah yeah once you start it's just like walking downhill yeah you learned that from me i think the general plan is to wait for them to come take all of these resources and then you know, burn this thing down like Jack suggested. Cool. You guys are going to wait here until delegates arrive from Belliard and Goldenfield. I think we could all use a yeah. long rest. For sure. So where are you going to make camp? Because as Rob mentioned, this place is pretty gross. There's like gobs of grease and hunks of carcasses and the bodies of your enemies all kind of strewn throughout this whole edifice. Red would definitely climb that watchtower. And probably just throw the sleep. bodies of the hobgoblins off the top. Yeah, exactly. And then end up sleeping up there as a bit of an opportunity to wake should something approach sure. that's dangerous. And uh, probably make a nice little place for him to sleep up there along with B. Aw, cute. Sleepover. Like a cat tower. Oh, we're telling like little secrets <laughs> to each other. Hey, B, are you asleep? Oh, what? I was asleep. Hey, psst. What? Did you? Did, oh, I was just thinking of something. And there's just like that all night. <laughs> What about the three of you? Probably camped around the bottom of that tower. I guess maybe yeah. if we can lead the horses. Yeah. Hitch a hut. Through the building s- to that next. No wizards allowed! 
<laughs> I'll get you. Yeah. Just sending messages up there to whisper in your ear anytime you think you're drifting, drifting off to sleep. Yeah, I think Kraloth's probably going around and uh, gathering up all the corpses and burying them. Oh, mm-hmm. it's not easy being a grave cleric. It's hard work. He ignores the temperate lady altogether. Doesn't even recognize it. Cool. So you guys take a long rest. Everyone gets all your hit points back, all your yep. stuff. Nice. Yay. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. What are you guys thinking about overnight? Red and B are catching up and sharing secrets. I guess Doran is um, satisfied knowing that battle has been successful and that I'm not too concerned now about the retreat that we had done because now we've come back to finish that off. But of course, in the back of his mind, this is when Doran opens up his journal and he's writing down the events of today. But then he comes across this map that he had drawn previously of the Dwarven ruins, which are coincidentally just south of where we are here. That's true. Were those, those are the ones that the ring pointed to? Yeah, maybe as you're going through your belongings, you you touch that wooden ring again Mm -hmm. and you remember, yeah, the dwarf kingdom of Basilmer. Mm -hmm. That's right, Basilmer, thank you. And so, yeah, I've got I've got a little note on it, and uh, you know, I'm reading my scribbly writing, and there's a like sticky note in your journal, a picture <laughs> of a ring I've drawn, and then and I turn to Jack in that Boy Scout kind of essence in the tent at night. I think Jack has also got a got a map up in front of him because I think he's he's got trying to figure out when we could expect people from these mm-hmm. various towns, mm-hmm. and and he's got the sort of charting the course where he's you know sure oh, we're heading up north to go. Check out Lifferless's Shadowtop Cathedral that he directed us to in Everland. And he's sort of thinking in that other trajectory and, and trying to have that all mapped out in front of him. And so Doran kind of turns over. He's lying on his belly now on his bedroll. And uh, he's kind of got his feet up behind Kicking him. Kicking his feet. So cute. <laughs> oh, Doran. Hey. Uh, I'm dying. Hey, Jack. Yeah. Um, We're not far from uh, Basilmer, are, are we? By my writing here, it looks like uh, it's just a little bit south of here. Can you pull it up in your map there? Have you have you have you got it? Oh, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, give me give me a second because it was just Jack. You know, imagines it in existence on this minor illusion map in front of them, mm-hmm. and there it is. You know, only a, a day or two south of us. Mm. Oh no way! Kraloth kind of opens his eyes and says, mm, "What are we? What are we talking about?" Well, r- remember those dwarven ruins that figure uh, appeared and pointed to when I when I put on the wooden ring? Oh, that's right, in the hut. Well, it's it's just around here. I think that's where Thorold Flame, oh, Flame Tongue. Yeah, I think that's where he buried his his famous axe. I I, I could be wrong, but I I think there's legends of it being buried there. I wonder if we should go there while we're around here. But I mean, I completely understand it if 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 you don't want to do that. But maybe we can convince Red and and B to to join us, and we could go down and and visit that that area and explore it. Jack flips through his notebook, trying to find the notes he wrote about that moment. As does my character, Sandor. As does me. <laughs> As do we all. Kraloth sleepily reaches into his sack and pulls out some dried jerky. Everybody hits their notes. He said that there is a once grand and important city and that you would find something of great power. Maybe we could go visit the ancient ruins of Basilmer while, while we're down here. I mean... 
we've already done a bunch of stuff that you guys wanted to do, and maybe uh, we could do stuff I want to do now. It's definitely worth revisiting. I know last time we were we were all caught up thinking about old knob bones and and where to go next and how we were. Well, yeah, that's 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 kind of what I mean. I mean, we don't have to, but it'd be nice if we could. But I would love to go there. Up I'm, to you guys in red. I'm in. Let's. We'll, we'll have to ask Red and B in the morning. Yeah, I agree. We've taken care of the imminent threat here, so might as well explore a little bit while we're in the area. Jack thinks for a minute and looks up towards the top of the tower and, and whispers a message into, into Red's ear. We're thinking about going to Basilmer tomorrow. It's pretty close. And you just hear, Bingo, bingo! I'm in! I think that settles it, Doran. You saved the day here, so we're doing your quest next. Oh, all right, and Doran kind of excitedly looks back down to his notebook and starts sketching things. We're going to Basilmer. She's dead. She's dead. And what a gross way to go. Thank you so much for our great Old One Patreon supporters, Megan Shepardson, Adam Fry, Michael and Brianna Weber, and Christopher Ryan Evans. You make all of this possible. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.